Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for February 8th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. According to sources speaking to the Russian business daily Vedomosti, Google has censored roughly 70% of websites blacklisted by the country's communication regulator. The move seems to put Google into compliance with 2017 regulations that require search engines to delete officially blacklisted content. Google was fined $7,500 back in November for failure to do so previously. According to Google's latest transparency report, Russia accounted for 75% of global takedown requests in the first half of 2019. Speaking to Reuters, Lithuania's central bank disclosed that roughly 100 fintech companies have applied to operate in the country in order to ensure access to the European Union after Brexit. Firms, including British online banks and Google, are seeking electronic money institution licenses in Lithuania. As of January, the country has only issued a total of 83 licenses, and bank officials say they lack the resources to review all applications prior to Britain's March 29th exit from the EU. Italy will not ban Huawei and ZTE from helping build the country's 5G network, according to a statement from Italy's industry ministry. Earlier on Thursday, the Italian newspaper La Stampa cited senior government sources saying Rome was ready to use special powers to terminate contracts with the two Chinese companies. Google Fiber announced that they will be ending service in Louisville, Kentucky, and will not charge for their final two months of service for subscribers. The announcement blames the departure on faulty infrastructure decisions to place their lines in shallow trenches, which proved to be unreliable and require a full reinstallation to fix long-term. In a blog post Thursday, Amazon VP of Global Public Policy at AWS, Michael Punk, said the company supports appropriate legislation surrounding the use of facial recognition technology by law enforcement to ensure protected civil rights are not being violated. This follows a similar declaration from Microsoft last month, saying it discourages the use of technology to engage in unlawful discrimination and encourages customers to be transparent about its use. Facebook confirmed to Recode that it's restructuring its youth team, focusing on increased investment in Messenger Kids. The company is shutting down the meme app LOL and will not continue to develop the high school community feature to connect classmates. Spotify published an updated terms of service that explicitly bans ad blocking on the service. According to the new terms, circumventing or blocking advertisements in the Spotify service can result in either immediate termination or suspension of service without warning. The new TOS goes into effect March 1st. Google announced it's open-sourcing its bug-finding infrastructure ClusterFuzz on GitHub. Fuzzing is a term for an automated software testing process that inputs invalid, unexpected, or random data into a computer program, which is monitored to see if exceptions occur like crashes and memory leaks. ClusterFuzz is Google's cloud-based implementation that runs on 25,000 cores and was launched in 2012. Two years ago, the company offered ClusterFuzz as a free service to open-source projects. Google announced that with the release of Chrome 73 next month, the browser will officially support multimedia keys. Users will be able to control both audio and video, as well as work whether Chrome is in the foreground or minimized. Chrome 73 will also include the Media Session API, which developers can use to customize the behavior of multimedia keys. Support will come initially to Chrome on Chrome OS, Mac OS, and Windows, with Linux support coming, but at an unspecified date. And finally, Sprint filed a lawsuit against AT&T in the Southern District of New York, claiming the company's use of 5G evolution on phones was false advertising and damages the reputation of the 5G standard. The complaint cited a survey commissioned by Sprint that found that 54% of consumers thought 5GE was equivalent or better than 5G. The suit seeks an injunction preventing AT&T from using the term on phones or in advertising. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, 
Have a super sparkly day.